Hi, my name is David Rice, and I'm recording my book, Wounded World, Rise of Moloch, Chapter 4, for your listening pleasure. If you would like to subscribe to my podcast, I provide the first three minutes of each uh, chapter for free, but every minute after that is behind the paywall. So if you want to hear the rest, all you have to do is join, and I appreciate everybody's subscription. Thank you. Chapter 4, Werewolves, Geno 21st, 732 VM. Samson held his son's hand as the little calf toddled through the upturned dirt. Milos, his firstborn son, was always at his side, following through the dirt on his unsteady legs. His son had been born with a white star on his forehead, a rare gift because it was a sign of a great promise for his life. At home, his wife Nada was carrying their second child and was resting as she was due any day now. The morning had started off with rain, leaving the ground and grass wet when he first started, but the rising sun and the heat of the day was quickly drying everything out. A small cloud of purple and black butterflies had dried off in the rising summer heat and flowed around him and Milos as they flew off towards their goal. Samson had pushed his plow through the dirt after having harnessed it to his two drays. His drays were muscular and strong with brown feathers and broad heads. They weren't as pretty as the drays used by sphinxes, which had multicolored feathers, but his drays were stout and bred for farm work. He had a hundred acres to plow over the next two days as he worked alongside his brothers and father. Minotaurs had large families and everyone worked. The cows would help around harvest time, but the bulls broke up the ground, plowed, and planted the seeds or seedlings. Cows maintained the greenhouses, canning, storing food, and raising the children, as they were often pregnant and stayed near home. Samson's nation of Crete fed the world. Even the nations that hated Minotaurs bought their grain, wool, and meat. Minotaur port cities were always full of kraken ships transporting Minotaur produce around the world. His farm was only medium-sized compared to his people's, but he hoped to watch it grow as his family grew. Keeping Milos close by and growing up in the dirt was the best education he could provide his son. Samson waved at Ari, his dad's best friend, as he walked by carrying his priestly staff and wearing his robes. Hey, Ari! Where are you headed to this morning? Ari walked over, leaning on his staff a little. He had reached an old age which was rare among Minotaurs. I'm off to perform last rites. The old matron of Sir Venixa passed away, and it's a long walk. I'll be gone most of the day. He then leaned down and rubbed Milos's head gently. I just love this boy of yours, Samson. I sense he's meant to do something special one day, for the whole world. I'll be proud if he just becomes a good farmer, Ari, Samson said. This wasn't the first time Ari had mentioned this about Milos, and always made him a little uncomfortable as a father. I'm sure he'll do both. He looked at Samson and blinked. Some tears were in his eyes. I'm going to miss you, son, he said affectionately. Miss me? You'll only be gone for a day. I'll see you tomorrow at services. You're right. He shook his head. Thank you for listening to Wounded World and listening to the first three minutes of my chapter, Werewolves. It's um, a harrowing tale, and if you want to hear what happens to Samson, Milos, and Nada, all you have to do is uh, become a paid subscriber. And you'll get more information and you'll be able to hear a new chapter each week uh, from my book. Thank you.